Previously on that Cthulhu John. You guys see Walter, his chest is all patched up. Guys, uh, good to see you both. I met an Ophidian. What? What? I'm, it gave me a lot of information. I have all their names and the people that they've taken over. It gave me a small black lotus. Something else that might be important is they can smell fear. They have multiple human forms they can take. Okay, so never show fear again. Mm -hmm. Trust no one. I'm gonna fill Walter in and having the address of Professor Bradshaw. I'll give the address to Thompson. Okay. When you get there... A little pen light, and I hold that up. It looks like the whole thing has been very hastily painted. Several different shades of yellow. As you shine that light upwards, it illuminates what looks like dried blood on the wall. And written in the blood, it says, Songs that the Hades shall sing, where flap the tatters of the king, must die unheard in dim carcosa. Hello, thanks for joining us for That Cthulhu John, episode 55. We are a real play Call of Cthulhu podcast. I am George, your keeper of arcane lore, and with me are my friends and investigators, Chad. Hey, everybody. Chuck. Yipe. And Jenny. I drank six cups of coffee today. Wow. <laughs> Damn. We're going to have to take many pee breaks. <laughs> she or got poopies. a pickle bucket. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we left off both Thompson and Heather were in Bradshaw's house. Uh, it's dark inside, and he was using a flashlight to look around. Like a little pen light, like one of them small, like, the, like that a doctor would have, just to keep it very low, you know. I got you. Not like a mag light. No. Take it a time going through and make it not look too obvious, mm -hmm. even though I am parked out front, double parked right. out front. Park, are you double parked? I remember you're parked out front with the hazards on. Yeah, I think I probably killed the hazards, but I probably left the car. Okay. So when you came in the house, you saw that it looked like it was very hastily painted yellow. Uh, maybe different shades even, just all over the walls, the ceiling, the floors even. And uh, you see like uh, all over the appliances in the kitchen, there was splatters of yellow. Um, then you moved out from the kitchen into what appears to be the living room and shine the light up another yellow wall and hit what looked like blood smeared on the wall and written a little poem. Uh, what do you guys do from here? What was that poem again? Can you... I uh, certainly can. It was a song the Hades shall sing, where flap the tatters of the king, must die unheard in dim carcosa. Dim carcosa. Gotcha. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh-huh. Nah, it's all coming back to me. Uh, <laughs> um, oh my god, that's the word that Ginger kept saying over and over. Carcosa. Carcosa. Heather, give me an education roll. You're gonna need a hard pass. I don't even or have better. to move my hand to shake the dice. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Just vibrating. Just vibrating. She got those psychic dice. I can't stop thinking about how to breathe right. 
Oh. <laughs> 60. Oh, I have 62. Not a hard pass. Mm. You're going to push it? Yeah. Can I? Huh? You've, you're, you're looking at this and something about it just kind of clicks with something else in your brain, but uh, you can't quite figure it out. Do you want to push it? Do I? Something seems familiar. Okay, know. I'll push it. I'll push it. Okay. Oh, no, 95. <laughs> what, what do you have in... Um, Education. Education. What do you have in education? 62. That is a critical fail. No, it's not. Wait, oh. No, it's no, not. because no, it's over 50. Oh, yeah, it's over 50. That's right. I, yep, I knew yes. that rule. Sorry. No, that is the rule. That he is was the testing rule. Okay. you. Okay. So, no, I wasn't testing you. I just forgot. <laughs> I was just saying, no, it's not because I didn't want it to be. I didn't <laughs> right. remember. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Mom. I have the book. I have the rule Mom. right here. Mom. I memorized it. <laughs> No, Mom, that's right. He's saying that I failed, but I didn't. George isn't playing fair. Okay. <laughs> so, it's not a crit fail on a push roll. It's still a fail on a push roll. True that. Heather, you start to get the word carcosa starts to bring visions of that symbol back to you a little bit. You remember it like swirling, turning, and all that stuff, and how uh, uneasy it made you feel in your mind and. To a point where even it caused some uh, like physical nausea because of the vertigo that's kind of induced with the uh, with the the um, the uh, uh, the flashback of the traumatic experience. The um, what yes. is it? Maybe it's like more like a panic attack. Yeah. You know, it's, okay. You're so starting yeah, to remember some shit, and like you're that. just getting a little excited. Yeah. Got a little PTSD like, there, Heather. Almost mm-hmm. like six cups of coffee. Sweating and shaking. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm doing great. Um, George, from the amount of blood, does it look like that would be enough to make somebody die from blood loss, at least? Does it look uh, like a lot? It doesn't look like a whole lot. It looks like someone might have, like, cut their finger open mm-hmm. and kept writing in blood with it. And then did this possibly drip down and that's what I saw by the floor or do I think maybe they painted over some I'm sorry clarify here you did not see it drip down you saw flex of it on the floor yeah 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 I didn't you see you didn't actually it. witness it drip no can can you tell it's like with a finger can you tell that's probably how they did it it looks like it's drawn with either finger or paintbrush of some sort no. calligraphy brush maybe the detective could get a fingerprint of it maybe there are fingerprints around the blood that is something a detective would know. I mean, of course, I was just testing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do I see any of those? Um, at the end of some of these letters, you can see where the fingerprint was lifted, and it has left a couple little obvious imprints on there. Partial prints, might you say? Par- I would say, give me a luck roll. Let's see. Well, oh, I don't think 83 is going to go for it. Nope. Uh, partial prints only. Um, do I have anything to uh, collect these prints and possibly some of this blood? 
I don't know if you brought any of that type of things with you, like uh, evidence collecting anything. I was at work earlier, and I mean... And you were, you were thinking about coming here. Got a big here. coat, keep all my stuff in my, in my coat, like, you know. Okay. Or just some basic stuff. I always got a pair of gloves, at least. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so you have a pair of gloves, a little bit of uh, powder and a duster. Okay, that's a little, little kit. And some scotch tape, yeah. Um, then I try to collect some of this blood and some of the prints. Okay, so you collect the blood and a couple of prints. Give me a, hold on. Super cool guy cop score roll. No, there's something it's, like It's 99. Is that on yours? That's cool. Yeah, it's, it's a special <laughs> skill. I'll teach you. Super cool uh, cop guy. 99. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any? Uh, do you have any points into like forensics or biology or anything like that under science? I don't even see any science. It's alphabetical. Yeah, it goes. Oh, it's, right. It's under it's, ride. It's like it's a, smaller. It's a blank space, and then it says yeah, science real tiny. Um, I must have passed something oddly because uh, I have a chemistry role that's at one percent that. Has a check mark, but that's it. Okay. Yeah, I must have got lucky with something. Thompson, the science guy. What do I have? Um, you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and say that you lift that print. I don't see anything specifically that would say like, you know, you, you would use for maybe like education, maybe, or maybe even just a yeah. dexterity roll. Something you got to be careful with. Yeah, I feel yeah. like there should be a roll here. Okay. Let's go with that. Let's go with the dexterity roll to pull off these prints. I like rolling stuff. Crit. Oh, wow. You get prints off of the ends of a couple of these letters. And from what you can gather, it looks like you got some real good partial ones Mm -hmm. that you can put together as a whole one. Okay, so they're probably using the same same finger, not just... That's what gotcha. it looks like. Yeah, I think this will... Uh, That's what you get with a crit. I mean, obviously this won't hold up in court, but uh, we might be able to find out a thing or two. I'll, I'll see what I can do tomorrow. Oh my God, do you uh, think this is Ginger's blood? I mean, it's unlikely he would go and, you know, get her out of the mental institution just to kill her. I think he needs her. Uh, it could be, but... I don't know. I think it would be too convenient. Heather, as you're looking and talking with Thompson there, you notice that there is a staircase, and up the stairs looks like there's a faint glow coming down. Oh, I'm going to go right towards it. <laughs> All right. So you head towards the stairs, look up the hallway, and you see that the, it looks like the hallway is semi-lit. I think there's someone up here. And then I quietly start going up the steps. Okay, give me stealth roll then. Am I still collecting my stuff? My uh, evidence? Uh, at this time, yeah. Yeah. No, come with me. <laughs> if you've right. passed this stealth roll, I don't think I'm going to notice you go up there. <laughs> <laughs> 16, and I have... Nice. I have... It's... I, I, I think guess. stealth starts at 25, or it starts at and 20, so I have you definitely 40. pass. 
Oh, wow. So I have a hard pass. Hard pass. All right. And I can Heather, check it. you don't it. make a sound as you... I thought she was right behind ascend me. ...ascend these stairs like a cat. Yeah. You use the edge of the steps instead of the middle, and where they're like a little more secure, maybe. Mm -hmm. That creep mm -hmm. on. <laughs> no creaks. Penguin walk. Going up these stairs. And as you near the top of the stairs, it looks like the light is coming from the walls. And it looks like the light is aimed towards the ceiling. Like some sort of sconce that's shooting light upwards. You see a couple of them lining the hallway. Do I hear anything? That's a, you don't hear anything. And I didn't turn the light on. No. So I'm going to look up and see if there's anything. All right. You look up, and in the hallway, you see that these lights look like they're underneath these big posters that look like plays. As you walk down the hallway, you see that they're not only posters, but they're also like playbills, things like that. As you're looking through these, you can see what they all have in common is they were all directed by Derek Bradshaw. Okay, so I'm going to try and memorize the names of them. All right. Uh, again, the walls are painted yellow, but you, it looks like there was careful attention made to not get paint on these posters and things. Okay, can I um, look behind them? Peel them off the wall? Okay. Like, are they in frames, or are they just kind of, like, tacked on the wall? No, they're in frames. Okay, maybe I'll lift, I'm going to lift one of the frames off, see if there's anything back there. Alright, so you start to lift the frame off, and it pulls away from the sconce. The light that shoots up from the sconce underlights you. It's kind of disorienting a little bit and almost ominous shadows are cast by it. And you look behind the first poster there and you don't see anything. It's just wall behind it. But the yellow is painted like around it. Like yeah. it's a different color. Like It was original color behind it. That's weird. Okay, are there... Um... Are they giant? Like, can I, can I, oh, they're behind the sconces, so I can't, like, take it off. Uh, are there any rooms up there? Do I hear anyone? Do I see anyone in any of the, like, rooms outside of the hallways? Uh, you don't see anyone outside. You do see four rooms lining the hall, though. You see two rooms on your right, one room on your left, and one room all the way back. Thompson, you're lifting these fingerprints, and then you look around, and then you notice that you don't see Heather anywhere. Shit. Um, <laughs> I finished what I'm doing, carefully put my stuff away. Okay. Um, I haven't heard anything, so that's probably a good sign. And uh, I guess I continue to look around the house, see if I find her. I kind of okay. let out like a psst. Not too loud or anything. Do I hear him? Give me a listen roll. Let's see if you did hear him. Probably do it again as I'm I love these things. making my way through the rooms or whatever. <laughs> love giving you guys rollsies. I love rolling so much. You like the rollsies. Yes, a pass. Um, at 27, I have 50. Okay, great. Remember to mark those boxes next to listen and stealth. If you passed them. Don't. If you haven't got them marked yet. All right, so you hear from downstairs, uh, someone go, psst. Okay, I'm gonna, uh, like, how far, if I go back to the top of the steps, how far is Thompson now? Did he wander into, like, the living room where I assume the steps come I'm from? I'm probably approaching the bottom of the stairs. Okay. Yeah. And I just go, come up here. You gotta see these, 
there's all these posters and stuff. Is there a front window that is, uh, curtains are closed, aren't they? Or is that why we went around back? I forget. You went around back because the front door was locked. Okay. Um, do I see anything from, through the window? Uh, I look outside toward my car and before I go upstairs, kind of check the street out front. So you look out the window. Uh, I turn off my light as I approach the window. Right. Uh, the street light shining down illuminate your car, your sweet T-Bird. You see it out there. Sweet T-Bird. And it's still looking, still looking good. All right. I uh, move back toward the stairs. Okay. As I get toward the top, I say, uh, we shouldn't stay much longer. What do you have? I don't know. There's just weird posters up here of a bunch of plays. There's a bunch of rooms. The doors are shut. I guess I don't need the lights. Both of you feel like a draft coming through this hallway. Cold? Yeah, it's cold draft. Can I tell from which direction? Uh, yeah. You can follow it, and it leads to the room that is on the, uh, what did I say? Two rooms on the right, one on the left. It leads mm-hmm. to the, yeah, room on the left. That's the one I wanted to pick anyway. All right, I'm going to... Uh, listen to the door. Okay. So you put your ear up to the door, and you notice that this door is already cracked a little bit, and you can feel the cold air coming through the crack in the door and underneath the door as well. Okay, I'm just going to look in. You look in. You open the door. Something starts to fall from the top of the door frame. Give me a dexterity roll. It has to be a hard pass. I hope you save some luck. Come on, rolls. 28. Nice. And I you said it has to be a hard pass? Has to be a hard pass. And I can use points. I have 22 would be a hard pass for me. I'll definitely okay. use six points. Nice. Okay. You catch something that's falling. It's kind of dark still. So when you catch it, it looks like a, a vase of some sort. And you hear something hit the floor. But you catch this thing before it falls to the ground. Okay. Uh, and when you catch it, you get this weird smell. It reminds you of like cigarette ashes or something like that, like an ashtray. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what? Um, I look to see what fell on the floor. Uh, it looks like some sort of lid has fallen on the floor. Okay. Is there anything in the container that I got? Well, you can shine a little light in there if you want. It's pretty dark. Or you can turn the light on in the room. Can I go in the hallway and look under the lit frames? Sure. Okay, I'll just do that. You step out into the hallway, you look under the lit frames, and it looks like an urn that was filled with ashes. Okay. It smells like cigarettes? The ashes smell like cigarettes? Gross. Or maybe just something charred? Smell kind of, yeah, just smell that has that charred smell, that like, you know, pure burnt carbon smell. I'm going to grab the lid and put the lid back on okay uh just peek around the room not like fully in now because i'm scared something's gonna fall and bash my brains in i got you you go to peek in the room yeah can i push it with my foot though like can i push like with my body outside of it like push it all the way open so it gets light from the hallway absolutely as you're pushing it open with your foot whole light starts to creep in a little bit You see it reflect off of something on the floor. 
you still have this urn in your hands. Mm -hmm. The urn has a small plaque on it, and sketched on it is the name Lisa Jones. Do we know a Lisa Jones? Who are you, Lisa Jones? Give me spot hidden, guys. Twenty-four. Hard pass. Seven. Yes. Um. Which is extreme. Oh, high five. Okay. So, you look around in this hallway, and you see on one of the posters that's lit, the name at the top. It says starring Lisa Jones. Oh no. Okay. Was it set up to fall? Was it on top of the door? That's what it seems like. Like a trap? All right. Um, we have a name and, well, obviously that poster there links her to him. Um, I'll look into it, I suppose, but maybe we should try to set this back up and get out of here. Um, I don't know why he would or who we, he would be setting a trap for, but uh, we can't let him know we're on to him. Yeah. Um, do you have little baggies on you? Like? Little, you know, your little cop baggies. Yeah, I got like little, little sandwich baggies. Can I have one? Sure. And I scoop a little bit of maybe Lisa Jones' ashes out, maybe cigarette ashes. I don't know Uh, why. I just do. I handed you a rubber glove too. Thank you. Before that. Okay. Um, I don't know what we would be able to get from the ashes, but I don't know. I guess it's worth something. Uh, I try to. I have a stealing problem. Oh, well, I'm homicide, so not my department. In that room, you see something reflecting off the floor, and you see something that looks white on the floor, too. Cocaine? That's what Thompson thinks immediately. (laughs) He he runs right in. (laughs) (laughs) Cautious up until he thinks he saw a lie. Hold on, let me smell that. (laughs) Give me that baggie back. I I say, let's... uh, I want to see what that line is. I going peek. in. All right, go in there. We got to figure out how this was set up, but um, okay. just peek your head in. Don't walk around in the room. All right, so you peek in the room. You can see that one of the windows is open. Yeah. You look around with your little pen light, mm-hmm. and you see that there is on the floor a big circle of white candles all standing up. Classic. Okay. <laughs> this guy's dramatic as hell. He's a director. Are they lit? <laughs> Okay. They are not lit. But it looks like there's something... Is there anything in the middle? In the middle of the circle, there's something like... It looks like water spilled or something on the floor. I don't think we should Mm-mm. investigate any further no. here. Um, no. Let's get out of here. I need to look into getting a disposable camera. I try to set the urn up on the, on the door. I assume it was just sitting on the top of the door. Yes. Do you know how this was up here? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I guess I'll go on one side and hold one side mm-hmm. and you hold the other side and just like balance it and then I'll squeeze out. Um, yeah. What if we just like... Uh, I can't think of another way to... I don't know. Use just like a couple of fingers to hold it like above the door and as you close yeah. it, I'll just let it settle down. And, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we'll both be on this side. I don't have to jump out the window. Because I don't have a lot and jump out a window. Or walk through what could be the deep chasm into the other world. 
<laughs> so both of you guys got to give me a dexterity roll again. Um, I'm going to need you both to pass, though. Just to pass. Okay. No hard passes, but you both got to pass. Trap setting rolls. 29. Pass. Dexterity? I got a 61, which is also a pass out of my 75. All right, both of you guys passed. You set this thing right back up the way it was. Uh, looks like nothing in it. Pretty much looks like nothing in this room has been disturbed at this point. All right, let's get moving. Um, we'll have to close the door and not have it latch. Similarly. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's go. I don't I don't want to see anything else in here. Yeah. Before you guys leave the room, you see a murderer. You uh, die. <laughs> Before you, you guys just die. It just oh, you both man. have brain aneurysm and you just die. Um, Got him. No, as you're swinging your pen light around, you're about to leave and you see that there is a book in the one corner of the room. This room is, by the way, this room is blank except for these candles in the middle and that urn that was perched above the door. It's just all hardwood floors. It has the circle of candles that has what looks like wet stuff on the on the floor and then next to it though there is what looks like a journal of some sort is this before we set the trap back up that we see it yeah it's before you set the trap back up we don't have time to go back in there and grab that uh i don't think we should because it's not like we can take it no it's before we left the room right it's before we set the BB trap. Yeah, I'm, I'm retro-playing a little bit there. Yeah, but I would stop her before she entered I, the room because, I mean, we can't take the book. He'll know. No, no. Can I just look at what it says? I just want to look at if I can see sure. what it says on top. I hand her the, the pen light. When you page through it, it looks like this isn't the first time he's tried to put on the King in Yellow. It looks like uh, this book has a whole other cast of people written out. Was Lisa that- Jones in it? And who else was in it but Lisa Jones? Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. Now, now let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, let's, let's bounce. Before we get put in an urn. <laughs> Is he going to kill Ginger? Is she going to be in this urn? Is that what Linda Jones was? Was she the same part as Ginger? I'm just going a little nuts with, like, thoughts. You might be a little too smart for your own good, but it does appear that way. All we can do now is try to keep that from happening, so let's just go. Okay. Her body's not here, so we got nothing to worry about. And there's not enough blood for a death. You guys leave Bradshaw's house, go down the hallway that's underlit, and look at each other. It looks weird with the shadows facing upwards. But uh, you start to go down the stairs, descend the staircase, where the yellow switches colors three times going down the stairs go past where the uh, that poem was and back out the kitchen through the back door again. Very carefully, you know, peek out first and kind of quietly make our exit. Okay. Not, you know, not not obviously trying to sneak through the bushes or anything, just swiftly doing what we got to do nonchalantly like we belong there, you know. Totally casual. Yeah, casual, but quiet. Okay. All right, so you casually leave, get in the car. And get out of here? Yeah. All right, where do you guys head to? Um, 
I mean, do you want to go to the church and see if they're there? Uh, well, I assume he is. When was I staking out the church? Was that yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. yesterday. Um, Because I hadn't talked to you guys for a while. And Walter was in the hospital. I didn't didn't think I could contact you. Yeah, okay. Um, Well, we, I mean, we loosely know his schedule. And he's usually there around 6. That's why we decided to come up here while he wasn't here. So, I mean, we can assume he's going to be there. But we can drive by, take a look. I think if we were going to go in there and investigate, we should probably get a ladder. (laughs) Bring it back. Uh huh. I had a dream. Lenny oh. told me. Lenny told me to get ladders. <laughs> I have this repetitive dream about ladders every night. Every night, I'm going to Heckinger's and buying a new ladder. That's pretty good. Oh, Heckinger's. There's a nice callback. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Um. All right. So it's still Monday the 11th, but it's approaching six o'clock now. Okay. Um, like maybe we'll get to see him the, go in if it's six. Well, we're all the way up in um, oh. in the burbs, though. We got to go down to Kensington right. for the church. Yeah, it's going to uh, take you, uh, let's say, forty-five minutes to get there. Sounds about right from Westchester to Kensington. Uh, uh, it might be a little late for me to get these uh, prints and blood analyzed. I assume so. It might have to be tomorrow. Uh, you know, you know, you can get that stuff analyzed. Let's go there now, then. Uh, I'm not going to bring you there uh, in case uh, we were seen together. You wouldn't want the chief of police after you. Oh, right. And I'm, I'll definitely be scared, so they'll smell it on me. and I can pretty much smell it on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, maybe we'll cruise by the church and just take a look and see if they're just to make sure their routine's going uh, as usual. Um, and maybe we can stick it out for a few and brainstorm some options or we could go visit Walter in the hospital I don't know when yeah. visiting hours ends but it's probably got maybe till 8 yeah no a visiting hours end, end at 8 o'clock it's your car it's up to you well we really don't have any, anything concrete or too new to tell Walter nothing that can't be said over the phone I suppose so on the drive back I guess we're just kind of brainstorming where we're going to go necessarily just heading toward philadelphia i suppose for now yeah. um i just want to know who well, linda jones is yeah is there that's what i was thinking is there any way i can look up like information like that uh, that wouldn't require like you know being at a library when it closes i mean do i have access to could i call someone to run some names and give me like you know, info on them or anything, or I don't really know. Uh, you can you can get someone to look into a name, or would I have access to like records in City Hall or something at this hour? Uh, I don't think you'd have access to City Hall records. I know it's getting late, but I want to investigate further. But hands are kind of tied. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Well, I'll swing by the church first. See if they're uh, at their usual rehearsal. Okay. So you swing by the church. There are cars uh, all parked out front of it. Uh, You can pretty much guess that they are the casting cruise cars. Do I see Ginger's car out there since it wasn't at his place? Uh, You still don't see Ginger's car out there. 
not out front of it. Maybe I can have somebody keep an eye out for that car. Whatever happened with that? Did Lenny take that when he disappeared? I've been kind of wondering about that car for a little bit. Um, he did have the keys, and he had some. He had a bunch of cool stuff that he bought in it. I wonder. Do we know if Bradshaw ever had her car? I don't think so. No, you don't know. Mm -mm. You don't know. Uh, even <laughs> so, I can uh, I could put out a bolo on the car. Yeah. See if we can find it. There's a good chance that, well, shit, if Lenny did have it, then that would just be more, more of me investigating something that I was told not to, more or less. Should mm -hmm. check your impound yeah. lot. We could drive by the impound after the church, I suppose. All right, so you swing by the church, and like I said, there's the car's parked out front. Uh, you can see that there's lights on inside. Yeah. How far from the lights, um, like how far from seeing, like the window are we? Well, you can see it through stained glass windows. So you can't really see out or in. Right, but like, if I was to walk up to them, is are we really uh -huh. close where I could like put my hands up and kind of like peek through like the different, you know, probably like the yellow. I feel like that would be the easiest to look through. Yeah, definitely. But I would think that you guys weren't all the way up on it yet. Yeah. You guys just got there, uh, still in the car. Yeah, I would imagine just kind of driving down the street at first, notice the lights on, and then find a place to pull over not too close. Okay. Pull over, and no one comes in or out of the front of the church anyway. Yeah, I'd imagine they'll be there for some time. What time is it? It is approaching seven now. Do I remember what time they usually, like, he usually keeps them there? You know that they take a couple of breaks. The stagehands would go out and smoke, right? Yeah. Most of the time they were hanging. When I was sticking it out, they were outside a couple of times. Mm. Yeah, so you know that, and you know that they usually stop practice sometime around ten. Well... I mean, it's a good sign that they're all at rehearsal, especially if she's as important as uh, he believes to his play or his masterpiece, whatever. They're all rehearsing, so she's probably there. I guess that means she's safe, technically, if he's, like, obsessed mm -hmm. with her. We could drive by again later, maybe have a look then, but... Uh... Uh, I thought of something. Maybe we should. Uh, maybe we should meet up with Walter. Uh, you guys said you had notes from the book that you stole from him, right? That got returned. Yeah. Um, I wonder. I, I mean, I don't. I still don't understand how all this works, but apparently anything is fucking possible. Um, <laughs> I don't know either. I'm wondering if there's anything in there that would require that circle and the and the water on the floor or any indication in your in that book as to what he might have been doing there give me an intelligence roll thompson this guy has some kind of witchcraft magic that could be uh in his fancy play it is a 65 out of ooh, 90 he's smart that's pretty good but it's not it's not hard but yeah, I think I think for what I'm going for, I think you would need a hard pass. Uh, Heather, you can try it too if you'd like. Okay. 
brainstorm. Mine don't sound as cool as yours. 92. 92? Nope. Yeah. Okay. Damn. They got a good jingle. I was actually so, thinking that a few times. Your dice do sound kind of cool. Actually, it's 96. <laughs> what, these these ones? The gifts? Yeah. Okay, your, your intelligence definitely over 50. Some of our listeners, uh, co-workers of mine, um, gave me these dice. They're very cool. <laughs> They're like filigree, filigree tentacles behind the numbers. They're like hollow. Just as a, you know. You hear the jingle jangle? Just describe them for the, for the listeners. Yeah. They're pretty. They're pretty dope. Yeah, they're neat. Thanks, ghouls. <laughs> so, um, what do you guys do? Do you just stake out out front of the... No, I think we stop and just kind of have a look and then we kind of chat about how we're going to proceed and talk about the magic circle and whether maybe Walter has made some headway or given something to look out for when he, if he does look over the notes. Um, and since we're running out of time for visiting hours, I think we'll head over there. Okay. The hospital that Walter is at. Can I borrow your pen and paper? Sure. Um, the glove box, there's like a whole stack of notebooks and like pens. Okay, I'm going to go through all your stuff then. Like, I get the pen and paper, but then I'm also looking at all your stuff. There's probably like a Dirty Harry like revolver in there. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> Bunch of empty bags of Coke, a picture of your kids. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to write all the plays down that I remember from sitting in the hallway for Walter, just like. Th- those are evidence. <laughs> <They're I swear>. <laughs> <laughs> the little bags. The evidence bags. It's um, finger fingerprint powder. <laughs> okay, sounds cool. <laughs> you party, Heather? <laughs> you know she does. Yeah, that's why I'm not offering any. She's probably the kind of girl that would do the whole bag. Not at one time. Just, but not at once. Throughout I, the day. I, people don't think they can, I heard, you know. Oh, man. Got a lot of stuff to do, I mean. So you head over to the hospital. Uh, They tell you that, you know, visiting hours are still available. And you remember what room Walter was in. So you guys, uh, they make you sign in and you head up to his room. And Walter, you had just finished uh, getting your bandages changed. And you have a a tray of uh, shitty food in front of you right now. Noise. I did yes. have a, a few phone calls to make prior to their arrival, though. I was going to suggest, like, hey, what was Walter doing all day? Uh, okay. So we were... <laughs> all right, so Walter. So, Walter, while Heather and Thompson were at Bradshaw's house and on the ride back and everything, what were you doing? Well, I had at least two, possibly three phone calls I wanted to make. Uh, the primary ones, I'll try to get them out of the way real quick. I had hoped to call the gun store and inquire about the special order bullets and if I could arrange for the ordering of a new pistol. Okay. Um, I was supposed to do that, wasn't I? It's okay. Can't be everywhere. The new bullets, they sent away for those? Yeah, he said he had a contact who could make custom, um, you know, uh, designs and things of that nature. Gotcha. Give me a luck roll. Figured I'd uh, give him the uh, the middleman fee. Seventy eight is nowhere near good enough. All right. So he says uh, it'll be another week before we get those bullets in. 
But what about the uh, what about this piece you're looking for? Well, uh, I've done a little research on the topic, and I hear the Glock Model 17 is the uh, latest. I was wondering if there's any availability on such a firearm, and if I could order one and have my assistant perhaps pick it up for me. He says to you, actually, uh, we're having a shipment of those come in this weekend. Fantastic. Uh, well, that could be good. Um, I'm actually laid up in the hospital now, but, uh, I mean, if I could maybe reserve one, either myself when I'm out of here, or perhaps my, uh, assistant. She spoke highly of your tutelage and said she had a, a blast at the gun range, uh, there. <laughs> a blast. I'm sure she'd be happy to come back and, uh, pick up anything once it's ready. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if it's possible to... To put one of those on reserve, I would absolutely like to acquire one in addition to the custom bullets. He says, yeah, no problem. He takes down your name, phone number, uh, things like that. Well, that's excellent. I look forward to doing business with you in the near future. Thank you, sir. He thanks you as well, and you hang up with him. What's the other phone calls you want to make? Aunt good old Willis Freeman. Let's see what's going uh-huh. on you call the office and he does answer the phone. Uh, he's, he says, hello, this is uh, Professor Freeman. Hey, uh, Willis, it's, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm laid up in the hospital still. Uh, <clears throat> how are you today? Uh, it's Walter. Sorry. Oh, Walt, you're in, you're in the hospital? Yeah, sorry, I uh, got a little slurred on my words there uh, in my excitement, actually. Uh, some good news for once. We have some information that I think you could be or might be interested in. Oh, well, uh, go on. So it turns out that uh, our sleeping friends have a specially keen sense of smell, and they can pick up on our fear. I was wondering if there's anything that could be done to perhaps chemically, you know, mask our fear, if that makes sense, or... uh, is there any way that our, you know, our fear glands, I mean, could be suppressed from producing whatever kind of odor they detect or pheromones or whatever it is? He says to you, well, there are certain ways to perhaps cover up these pheromones that get released, but it depends on how sensitive the Ophidian's sense of smell is. If it's, say, as sensitive as a dog's, or it may be even better than a dog's, they may be able to pick scents out from each other. Hmm. I suppose there might be a visual element there as well in certain situations, if we sweat and other things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's just part of it, but uh, maybe if there's anything you brainstorm about later knowing that, we could discuss it later. Walter, it's very concerning that they can smell fear on us, and uh, it's an interesting concept to try to block our fear hormones or pheromones sense that we give off so i'll look into it and see what i can research and experiment to find out that's pretty fantastic thank you uh that was just half of the uh query though it turns out that our new friend has acquired a uh a lotus of the uh, ilk we had talked about before oh a black lotus if you had one, uh, might you be able to synthesize something similar to uh, what we had, uh, I guess, introduced to the rat you had there before? Who's, oh, yeah. I've done it before. Now, when we did the initial ritual where we used the Speculum Magus and marked it up, 
we combined the poison from the Black Lotus along with LSD. And it helped to kind of keep us grounded more to this world than to be driven mad by visions of the world beyond the veil. Uh, wow, that's rather fascinating when you put it that way. Well, um, I guess then be aware that such a thing is at our disposal as well, I guess, for the time being. Says, says good to know. Could be very useful. I hope so. Well, I'm sure you're a busy man, and I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I didn't want to sit on this information as well, so thanks. He says, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I'll look into it, Walter, and uh, I'll get back to you when I, when I find out anything or if I make any progress. Well, hey, with that in mind, uh, take this new number if you find out anything in the time span that I'm still here. Okay, so you give him the hospital number? Indeed. All right, all right, so you guys hang up. Anything else you wanted to do, Walter? Well, depending on how long that took, I thought that uh, it's been a while since I checked in with any of my antique buddies. If it's like a a lazy Monday afternoon and there's not really too much going on, I might also check in with them as well. That makes sense. All right, so you have this little antiquing mailing group that also has, you know, you've exchanged some phone numbers with. Totally. Oh. And uh, nothing really interesting is coming up. There's a, one of them found a, uh, a very unique uh, Ming Dynasty vase on a trip to China. How about that? But that's really the only uh, thing that stands out amongst anything. The rest of the stuff is, you know, antiques, stuff from like the 20s and uh, maybe 1800s. Uh, but nothing that sounds specifically impressive noteworthy or anything okay yeah good deal just like to stay in the uh, in the know and you know keep uh, up to date with everybody right so yeah then that would pretty much be uh, the basis of my afternoon until these guys arrive just make some phone calls take some notes and see what all i right. can orchestrate all right coming about seven o'clock you guys get to the hospital where walter is i kick the door open as hard as i can now it's the cops Get down on the ground. Uh, All right, so Walter, you see your friends walk in. Walter! I, I didn't think I'd see you twice in the same day. Boy, this has been a, an exciting one for me. It's a pretty exciting for us, too. I mean, not in a fun way, but in a terrifying way, as usual. <laughs> Whoa. His, his mood changes suddenly to that of a more serious nature. He's like, what do, what do you mean? He kind of sits up as carefully as he can. I glance out the door and kind of close it behind us as uh, we begin the story. I gotcha. Uh. All right. So you guys just tell him everything that happened at Bradshaw's house? Everything you come across? Yeah. What about the book? Did you did you take that book? No, I didn't take <laughs> I didn't take it this time. I wanted to, but Luke's more level-headed than me, so we just left everything exactly how it was. Um, I've written down the names of the plays that he was in, like, maybe, I don't know, like, while you're here, I know it's got to be, like, a little boring, but you have your mapping to do, and I give him the note that has the names of the plays if he wants to, like, research them with his book boys. We we found a number of things, uh, some I have to look into a bit further some a poem written in blood on the wall uh it doesn't look like enough blood loss that somebody would have died but 
no small amount, a few lines of dialogue. I probably wrote it down, I assume. Yeah. But it was too much to write down when you said it. <laughs> right. No, you, you wrote um, it. I uh, collected some uh, prints and some of the blood. Uh, we also found uh, what looked like an urn set up like a trap over the door. Uh, it didn't spill. We caught it. Or Heather caught it. Um, we set it back up, but it had uh, a woman's name, Lisa Jones, apparently one of the actresses from uh, previous films or plays of his. Does the hospital have a white pages in that drawer? You know, where there's like a Bible and the phone. Is there like a white page? Oh, in there? yeah, sure. All right. I'm just going to like leaf through it while Thompson is telling him and see if I see the name Lisa Jones. Maybe it's wasn't there's a, a lot of Lisa Jones. Oh, shit. There. That's like super common. There's Lisa Jones is there's L Jones. There's a couple of them. What about these other plays? Did you take note of the lead actor or actresses in those? I wonder if there's a pattern here. Uh, yeah, she showed you. Um, right? You wrote it on yeah, the plays down and stuff down. The plays. You wrote down oh. the name of the plays. Yeah. Uh, and well, they could be looked up at least if he works for the school I saying, especially. I tried to like memorize the things when I was looking at it. Uh, I would think that I remembered a couple. I don't know if they had like familiar <laughs> names or awkward names. What about the other rooms? Did you check any of those? I wonder... Uh... I was too scared. No, you guys just took the one room. We uh, we found a few things and took off. I mean, if he had a trap set up, everything was very strange, and we don't want to clue him into that we're on to him just yet. I mean, especially if he's already guarded over the book because of what happened, or if he's being more careful. But um, it, it appears as if an actress he used in past plays had passed away and possibly he tried to put this play on before with her wait what are what are the other names of these other plays is that anything to do with like the king in yellow or no you know she goes down the list of plays they seem all unrelated it seem i mean he seems like a bit of a narcissist i'd say and and you know it's a it's more like a chronicle of his achievements it's like a shrine to himself. He was careful not to mm-hmm. get paint on those posters, whereas they were flecks of paint, yellow paint all over everything else. Uh, very hastily painted, but he took care of the posters, so they're a prize to him. You know, they're important. Nice profiling, Thompson. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just doing my job, sir. Yeah! <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a few episodes since you did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When we looked in the book and we saw her name, was it like when you look at the like a play and it says like Linda Jones and what part she was playing the other people? Yeah. And it was the same part I know Ginger played, right? Correct. Okay. Did uh, did any of the other plays in the in the posters uh, did any of them say they were like put on by the the school that they worked for or anything like that? The college. Um, some of them, yeah. Some of them are from Broadway. Oh, Broadway. And then you see uh, one or two, uh, Miskatonic University. Huh. Hmm. Uh, up in Arkham, I believe. Yep. North of here. <laughs> um, well, one, one other thing, that book, though, I mean, did you guys look at it? Did you read it? What, what was in it? I mean, that, that could be some missing pieces of the puzzle here. It was just a journal of, I guess, some of his failures trying to put this play on. Um yeah, Heather, you, you read through it. It just looked like it was a journal of his progress and frustrations trying to do this before. Okay. Um, hmm. 
Maybe we could call Raquel and ask if she knows who Linda Jones is, if it was something that he, maybe he put her in another play or he met her at the school. Maybe it was a student. Yeah. More importantly, Walter, uh, in that room, there was a circle of candles. Uh, the floor was wet inside of it, in the middle. I don't know if uh, your notes that you copied from the book that you stole often before have any reference to any uh, summoning circles or whatever the hell. Thompson, you can't believe you're saying this. I know, <laughs> it all sounds so strange. I mean, I think the night that Lenny went missing, you guys had a seance. Could it have been that? Uh, was he oh, yeah. resurrecting this girl wait, from wait, the wait, play? Wait. Um, Walter does say to you, he says, Jenny, uh, I gave you copies of both of those he rituals. Says Heather. <laughs> I mean, dang it. <laughs> Heather, I gave you copies of both of those rituals uh, when you went, went to meet Yuki. Do you still have them? Yeah, I think um, I thought I put them in with your stuff that I gave you, but uh, oh. they're in my purse. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Would it be one of those rituals? Is it? Is there uh, any descriptions oh, yeah. in those notes that would describe what we saw? And no. that, too. What about the poem, too? I was wondering if that was anything I remembered from reading the uh, the book that he had. Oh, yeah. Give me an education roll. Hard pass. My Carcosa. Forty-nine is not quite hard. Let me do some. No, no, that's too much. Can't do it. Okay. Can't really recall. It seems somehow strangely familiar, but you can't really recall it. So yeah, there was a lot of different text, but um, I mean, it's probably a scene, you know, or like a, a few lines from a specific scene in the play. Do I, I remember anything like about when I was working there for? that day does any of it seem to ring a bell for like things that i heard was that was that what i failed yeah that's what you failed. Yeah, damn oh the education role shit but you know what i think i just kind of understood luke's question and thinking back to the ritual that we performed heather and raquel and i does what thompson de uh, described about the circle of candles match up with anything that we did that night Oh, yeah, no, I, I already said it doesn't look like that. Oh, oh, okay. I missed that part then, damn. Well, shit then. Um, I mean, it can't be good. Based on all the stuff we know, it's probably I guess I gotta steal that book similar. again. <laughs> oh, I thought you said it was like a journal. Dang it. Oh, that book. Yeah. That one, yeah, the one, yeah. The big book. Well, I mean, it'd be better than him having it. And we never did uh, get all that information out of it before... Uh, Everything went down. Back to um, that uh, that missing book as well. Um, what was the name of the original owner? I know we had his autopsy Raymond reports. Raymond Tooley. Raymond Tooley. Yeah. And then what, yeah. what, the guy that brought them to you, what was his name? Silas. Tooley? The brother? Yeah. Silas Tooley. Yeah. Did you ask him if there was another one? Uh, I didn't think to at the time. I mean, I assumed he brought me all the books that he had. He was just looking to dump them for some quick cash. But I do, um, I mean, I did retain his info from the receipt. I mean, we could reach out to him and see if there was any other book. I think that's probably a good idea. Um, if, uh, if all these books are so important and that, that fail-safe ritual that you guys have been all working on plotting points for... Um, I consider it a fail-safe because I don't think 
you should give up 10 years of your life, but <laughs> I'm certainly not looking forward to that. Uh, Hopefully we can figure something else out. But if you're missing a book, wouldn't that be really bad? If there's some vital information, even if like one point is off, um, then you're just kind of summoning more creatures to this earth, right? Kind of. Uh, I don't <laughs> pretend to know that much about it, but... I'm assuming the worst for everything from, from this point on. <laughs> I think that would be wise, honestly. I, I don't think there's any real good that will come of performing this ritual, but if it comes down to a last resort or that's the only credible lead we have to further our uh, progress here... He looks pretty worried as he kind of stares off distantly. Hmm. You have every reason to worry, Walter. Uh, seven o'clock, what do you guys do from here? I assume we were here for a little while chatting and brainstorming and stuff. Yeah, you got here at seven, so let's say, uh, let's say it's eight now. Visiting hours are over. Oh. Uh, I'm a cop. <laughs> I'm kind of a big deal. I mean... Thompson, you, you, if you want to stay there longer, you probably could. Um, I don't really think we're helping by standing around. Uh, we're just kind of filling him in and brainstorming. Um, yeah. I wanted to... Walter, you have, you have finished all of the plotting lines from the up to the fourth book at this point. Mm. And in part of the fourth book, you started to notice highlighted and circled text that looks like it wasn't plots for lines, but rather if you lined it all up, it looks like it might be Latin. Interesting. I know we, we, we went through this before. I think it just kind of got lost, though. Yeah, with that in mind, I mean, were there certain sections, like, in each little highlighted area that were to be pieced together or something? What you see is it looks like it's part of the ritual to summon the dimensional shambler. Oh, my. Hmm. It doesn't look like it's the full ritual. It looks like uh, it kind of trails off towards the end of it. Meaning that there's probably more in the following books or that that's just the plot. That's component? what it seems more like. Okay. Yeah. So it's just like Walter's portion of it, I guess. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Well, um, that's kind of interesting. I don't know that I would necessarily mention that to the others here because I'm not sure they'd be interested in that so much. But Okay. Um, Walter, did you I... talk to any of your Magus five? people did you find out about this i did this? actually uh reach out to willis um he uh he's gonna brainstorm on some ideas relative to you know fear inducing agents but uh, i think that's a more complex uh approach but he did say that uh he could make more of the um toxin or hallucinogen however you want to uh identify it that um the black lotus uh produces we know they have resistance to it but uh if we were able to make enough i don't know how much but i would say uh, twice the the volume of that, that syringe that lenny talked about mm -hmm. yeah i know it's a big one i don't know if we'd be able to make enough maybe but uh i do have that one flower it might wither away or it might just go to waste otherwise i don't know if we keep longer as the toxin um maybe um maybe tomorrow i'll have a visit with your buddy uh i mean can he make more lab. since it's in a pot can any of your like oh, flowers? science people 
Well, well from what we and know. you're science nerds. <laughs> I don't. Science bitches, can't they make some more flowers? I don't know. Botany. It sounds like they needed the uh, the mushrooms and the it corpses. Like they needed those. Oh, right. The yeah. mushrooms need the corpses, right, right, and the flowers right. need the mushrooms, and the snakes right. need the flowers, right. and the snakes eat corpses. It's like a no, human right. centipede. Uh, abstract idea, George. Um, yeah. Uh, Raquel was disappointed that she didn't get to join the ritual. Um, mm-hmm. Based on everything I've come to know so far, do I think there would be any advantage in her getting to kind of sample that and seeing if she wanted to go through with the ritual? What to do the the, the ritual that they already did to create the, well, not create, but to mark up the speculum mages? Oh, is that what it was about? Okay, yeah. See, I wasn't 100% sure. Yeah, that was sure. the initial ceremony for it. Gotcha. Uh, was to take a peek into worlds beyond our own and uh, figure out a way to get there, basically. Okay. Uh, secrets of the cosmic and ancient mythos okay. came to them and came to them and left them throughout the ceremony giving them just brief windows, brief periods of time to circle clues and, and highlights. Interesting. Hmm. What was the name of uh, the biology guy? Was that Tom or... That's Willis Freeman. Willis Freeman. I'm, uh, by Tom, I mean Tom Winklespecht. Of course. <laughs> of Obviously. course. Right. Just, to, just to clarify. I mean, the one and only. <laughs> uh, Willis Freeman. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, maybe I'll um, I'll uh, try to meet up with him tomorrow and have a conversation about how we can best use this last flower. I mean, it's a small okay. one, but it's uh, all we got. Well, uh, with that in mind, I hope he wouldn't mind me giving you his number. Uh, here's his contact info if you'd like. Did I not? I feel like I might have exchanged with everybody at the you did yeah you, did. Oh, okay. you exchanged numbers with all the mages five people i think we all were uh, things are getting crazy we all need to keep in touch i, yeah. I have his number excellent um but you... it is getting a bit late i'm not gonna not gonna bother him tonight all right he won't be at his lab right. so what do you guys do now that's eight o'clock and everything's uh visiting hours are over and whatnot i guess i'd go home by home to right. Walter's house. You go to Walter's house. Okay. But I'm going to call and Raquel when I'm there. Okay. Give nice. Raquel a call. Because she's moving on. Bing, bing. All right. So, so it rings a couple times in here. Uh, are you calling her office or it's her? It's late, right? Apartment? I'll call her house. It's, it's kind of yeah. late. Uh, you call her house. Was it a Monday? Oh, yeah. So you call her house, and uh, there's no answer there. Uh, answering machine picks up. So. Okay. Um, I just leave a message. Hey, Raquel. It's Heather. Um, you can give me a call back, at, and I just give the number. I don't say at Walter's house. Right. You just say at this number. Yeah. Um, I just had a couple quick questions for you. We had some an interesting day. And then I'm going to call her office, see if she answers there. Okay. Uh, you call the office. It rings a couple times. Then you hear you hear the phone bumble a little bit. And you hear Raquel's voice go, uh, yeah, hello. Oh, Raquel. Um, it's Heather. Was, oh, hi, Heather. Uh, I was just leaving the office. Uh, 
I'm so, I'm so sorry to bug you. It's just a quick question. Um, we kind of yeah, ran yeah. into some weird stuff with Professor Bradshaw, and I just I have an odd question. Do, have you heard of someone named Lisa Jones? It was a like a star in his play. Someone that he knew. No, never heard of that. I I just know he came here a couple years ago. Okay. So right. I'm going to ask her so, if she could, can you just look in, would you mind just like looking into, if you can, his plays and seeing she passed away and I'm just worried it's not of natural causes and she seems to be linked with him. Just, hmm. She says, well, I'll try to look into it. You said the name was Lisa Jones? Yeah. It's the second most common name in the world. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It might be tough to pin down anyone but i'll look into i it. would assume the plays would be within the range of the years that he's been there since he hasn't been there very long says well yeah well, i'll look into it and see if i can find anyone named lisa jones that traveled around with him but we'll see what we can do all right thank you so much sorry for bothering you this late and uh you could just disregard the frantic message on your answering machine <laughs> she laughs a little bit and goes okay heather well, I got to get out of here and uh, I'll look into what you want. I'll look into that uh, Lisa Jones thing. But uh, nice talking to you. Okay. Have a good night. All right. You too. And she hangs up. All right. What do you guys do now? What did Detective Thompson do after the hospital? Um, I guess he went home as well. Okay. All right. So you guys go home. Do you crash for the night? Yeah. Munch some food and... Look through all Walter's stuff. Does he have more notes at his house about the King in Yellow? Do you, Walter? Um, he took, like, a lot of notes. And we'll... Yeah, I remember you taking a good amount of notes. Yeah, it's unlikely he would have left those at the uh, bookstore, particularly after the whole ransacking part. Um, yeah, I mean, there probably would be in that spare bedroom where he keeps most of his, like, kind of books and private study stuff. All right, I'm going to, like, look through all that and see if anything seems familiar from Bradshaw's place. While I'm eating an apple exactly like the never-ending story when he's in the attic and he's reading those books and he's eating an apple that looks like <laughs> the most delicious apple in the entire world. It's just a story. <laughs> all right, do you guys all kind of crash out for the night? Yeah, do I find anything interesting in his notes? Uh, you're looking through them and then you do hit a part where he copied... A uh, little bit of a poem, and you see the rest of this poem that the that part of which was written on the wall in Bradshaw's house. Okay, I don't see anything about the uh, like the candles or the spell or anything or the nope. water. Nope. Okay. Nothing pertaining specifically to that. What about Dim Carcosa? Does it say Dim? Does it say Carcosa a lot? <laughs> it does say Carcosa a lot. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, I'll just read read through that a couple times and try and see if I could like figure out, even though it's in like weird poetry. Yeah, it's kinda, it's like, like this weird sing sign. Yeah, trying to make heads or tails out yeah. of it. Uh, pretty tough. Uh, it's just um, very sing songy, almost lulls you a little bit, but it's very strange. Okay, read that. Try and memorize my spell, and then just go to sleep. I guess. Okay. Thompson, do you crash out at home? Uh, I don't know how much time I've had to prepare anything. I don't know if I have any, like, I don't know, just mundane, you know, iron some shirts or whatever, and then bed. Yeah. Right, right. Then go to bed. Okay. Food. Well, 
Oh, Heather, before you go to bed, give me a constitution roll. And you die. <laughs> Another critical fail. Oh, she dies in her sleep. Time. 44. I have 70. Is that a hard pass? No, it's not. No. Okay. Should I spend luck on it? Why? What does that mean? What do I do? Mm. I don't know. Should it's you? It's your call. Why yeah, are you, you looking don't... at me like that? It's a constitution roll while you're sleeping. I don't know that, what that could be. Um, it's going to give me a crazy mermaid dream. Something stealing your life force while you're asleep. There's like a little goblin running around your room or something. Or like a cat. It. There's a black cat <laughs> stealing your breath. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Love that shit. Cat's eyes. What happens when you're out yeah. of luck? You don't die, right? You just don't mm -hmm. have any more luck to when spend? you're out of luck? No. You just don't have any more luck to spend. And you'll fail every luck roll. Oh, right. and you'll fail at life. Right, right, right. I mean, I'm only, I only have 18, so it's not like I have that much. Better start buying them lucky rabbit's feet. How many would you need I'll to... I'll let you push this roll. <laughs> what happens you're trying to get me. You're never <laughs> waking up. It's always bad. It's like a Christmas. I know. It, but not always as bad as a Christmas. What do you guys think? Six? Is that too many points to spend when you only have 18? No. I'm spending it. That's all I need. I don't know. I mean, it's if if you're feeling it, I said go for it. I'm going to spend it. But I mean, you know, you, you get a hard pass. Yeah. Okay. All right. You go to bed. You have a nice night's sleep. Walter, did you go to bed after uh, some more, you know, plot and reading? No, I mean, honestly, I didn't do any more studying today. I was hoping to get up early, so uh, I finished the rest of my dinner and passed out early. Okay. So, Walter, that night, you have a dream. Oh, shit. You're a mermaid. <laughs> you rub your eyes and look around. It looks like you're in a room, and it's lined with different colors of string. Laid out in a plaid pattern, but it's patchy, and no single line is capable to be followed by your mind's eye. It looks almost three-dimensional, with some parts blurred and geometric patterns in the distance, which you've never seen, let alone comprehended before, and other patterns appear razor sharp. You realize that you're trapped within these lines, and you see across the room a skin suit that looks like Yuki's, but you realize from the face, the mustache, unmistakable, it's your own skin. You look down and you see your, your hands are skinless and your arms also skinless. You panic, trying to get through the lines, but they keep snagging on you and hurting your skinless body. You leave behind trails of blood on these pieces of string. Eventually, after trudging through these uh, strings, you get to the skin suit and you frantically try to put it on, but you can't find any opening within the suit. Mm. You look up from the skin suit. You look up from the skin suit, and you're in the fireside tavern. Heather appears, her eyes aglow in yellow, and grabs the skin suit from you and puts it over her shoulder like a bar rag. She, she pours you a beer in a mug and hands it to you on a coaster that is a tarot card. The tarot card reads, The Fool. You take a big swig of it, only to realize that now it's blood. And you're so shocked by the sight of it that you drop it on the floor. The floor is now snow, and the blood starts to form a stain in the snow that looks like the form of Millie's face. It goes down, and you see it's her entire corpse with the chest cavity wide open. She turns to you and says, Walter, you could have saved me. 
Out of the chest cavity burst pages and pages of highlighted paper, swirling around Walter like a tornado as he desperately tries to grab them and hold them to his chest, trying to ignore the searing pain but can't hold them all in his grasp. You stain them with the blood covering your flayed body and the pages start to roll up and fold and begin to turn into an array of snakes that you drop to the floor of what you now realize is Raquel's office. The pages that were flying around you also turn to snakes and fall on the floor, some of them landing on you, and you swat them off, and they all begin to slither, climbing one on top of another until they form a column roughly the size of a person, which writhes and fades into the form of Professor Brightly, who gives an exhausted sigh. <sighs> You're clueless, Mr. Pendergast. And he points up. Your gaze follows the gesture, and you see a green and white street sign the name of which is obscured by an overgrowth of black lotuses. But you can make out the word Parkway on the street sign. Then you feel something drip on your head, and it turns into a rain. You notice that it's blood all over you. You look up and you see Lenny's corpse dropping from above, and it looks like he's going to land on you, but then you wake up. Walter, you're in a sweat at 3 a.m. in the morning. Body slam. That was deep. That and was that's where we'll end this episode. Oh, my God. That's like a... Shit. That was like a recap episode was in his dream. I just going to say that. <laughs> oh, that's like... awesome. Man, it was terrible. All right. Like, how about the, and... like the money booth full of snakes? That's terrible. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. So Try to grab all that money and then it's really snakes. Oh, great. Ah! Not snakes. <laughs> I grabbed a bunch in my shirt. Now there's just snakes in there. Oh, man. There's a snake just in my boot. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So that was that was a fun one. That was great. Uh, I guess we're gonna sign out now. Thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, maybe like look for us on YouTube. You know, maybe like uh, you know subscribe and uh, yada yada. Yeah, we're going to be on YouTube now. Chuck is running that, and uh, it is we're working on it. I'm trying to make it. You know, it'll be right. it'll be passable. <laughs> it'll be you know. I'm no editor. I just but we'll be we'll be on YouTube <laughs> where you can like, follow, review. And uh, tell your friends about it. Uh, I want to give special thanks. Special thanks. thanks I want to give special guys. thanks, though. Thanks a lot. Special, special thanks to Regis Philbin, Sarah Wiley, Anthony Stanley, Anne Marie Callahan, Mike Earl, and the real life Tom Winklespect. Thank you guys specifically. Thank thanks you. to all our listeners, of course. And remember, until next time, that sanity is overrated. <laughs>
Oh, so not a harsh line. You into the stray cats, Heather? (laughs) 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 I'll be right back. (laughs) All right. Hey, this is George. Just a quick reminder to like, follow, and review us if you like what you're hearing. And if you want to support us and make our show better, head on over to our Patreon. You can always email us at contact at thatcthulujohn.com with any comments. And you can follow us on Instagram at thatcthulujohn. 